And Joe Biden's campaign is countering the RNC, turning speeches from night one into an attack on the Trump administration's pandemic response. This election is a battle for the soul of America. Across the country, healthcare workers say they're dealing with a shortage of masks, gowns, and gloves again. This president has a record of strength and success. They are dying. That's true. And you ha- it is what it is. The best is yet to come. The pol- political ad ending on when they say the best is yet to come, that's a threat. The Democratic nominee also called the convention an attempt to create a, quote, alternate reality to cover up for the president's failures on coronavirus. Janessa is watching a whole lot out there, and she's tracking a storm, the threat of Laura. Here she is back again. Hi, Janessa. Hey, you two. We are also watching the storm surge. That's the deadliest part of a hurricane. And we are forecasting right now 7 to 11 feet in parts of uh, western Louisiana to Galveston, Texas. Make sure you know your zone if evacuation orders come in place. That's a look at the big weather story of the day. Here's a closer look at your day ahead. Our temperatures across Texas, 100 degrees for San Antonio, and that will feel this storm system. Also for Tampa, watching a little bit of severe weather this morning. Things should clear out by this afternoon. Uh, Charleston, South Carolina, 93. We'll continue to look at impacts of Laura coming up. All right. Thank you very much, Janessa. Now time for today's quick hits. The cast of The West Wing is reuniting for a special on HBO Max. The episode will be recorded at the Orpheum Theater in Los Angeles, and the special will benefit the nonpartisan When We All Vote initiative. For the first time in decades, the Girl Scouts have a new look. The Fashion Institute of Technology collaborated with the Girl Scouts for the outfits, adding functional changes to the entire collection. General Mills will sell pouches of marshmallows from Lucky Charms starting next month. No cereal, just the mellows, the company says. It'll be first available nationwide. On 0-2. To right field. Adam Angle is there! A no-hitter! The 19th! New this morning, Lucas Giolito became the first player this season to toss a no-hitter, leading the White Sox to a 4 to nothing win over the Pirates. He struck out 13 batters en route to the White Sox, 19th no-hitter in franchise history. Shame no one there to see it. Yep. Well, Hanato pivotal game five. That played out in the NBA, a few of them here in the first game, Jamal Murray scored 42 points for the Nuggets with this nifty 360 layup, the most impressive there. Denver slipped past Utah to fend off elimination. And in the late game, the Clippers scored early and often, scoring a playoff high 154 points to take the 3-2 series lead over the Mavericks. Three more game fives tip off today, starting with the Magic and the Bucks at 4 p.m. Are you ready for some football with fans in the stands? Well, just before the NFL kicks off, the Dolphins have announced 13,000 fans will be allowed in Hard Rock Stadium in Florida for the team's home opener next month. The team says all fans and stadium employees will be required to wear a mask. Other stadium changes include socially distanced seating, touchless sinks, and toilets. But sorry, smoking and tailgating still not permitted. Fans keeping their fingers crossed tight that nothing changes between now and then. Yeah. People from coming in. Mm-hmm. All right, Lionel Messi wants out. He told uh, Barcelona Tuesday that he wants to move on after nearly two decades with the team, despite having a contract until 2021. Messi reportedly wants to spend next season at Manchester City, but there are still hurdles that need to be cleared before he can make that move.
number one on the charts. I'm there vicariously. Oh, there they go. Bias the question, negative narratives. I'm ready to. Cops want to pull me over. After its 11th week at number one on Billboard's Song of the Summer chart and gaining over 380 million streams, Spotify unveiled that this year's most streamed Song of the Summer goes to DaBaby's hit Rockstar featuring Roddy Rich. The Duchess of Sussex, Meghan Markle, is continuing her activism and using her voice to speak out about women's rights. Markle recently sat down with feminist icon Gloria Steinem for a backyard chat. People forget how hard women like you and so many others before you fought for us to just be where we are right now. Well, it's just, I mean, when you, if you don't vote, you don't exist. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, it is the only place where we're all equal, the voting yeah. booth. In a preview clip shared on social media, the duo discussed representation, why each vote matters, and the importance of women voting in the upcoming election. Meghan and Prince Harry's two dogs even made a cameo. The full conversation will be released later today. McDonald's is spicing up its menu with the addition of two new items. So the fast food chain will now offer a Chips Ahoy McFlurry and Spicy McNuggets. That marks the first time it's added a new type of McNugget to its menu in the United States. They will be available nationwide for a limited time starting September 16th. Not wasting any time, fast food competitor Wendy's weighed in on the new spicy McNuggets. So they did so on Twitter and they wrote, must have scraped up all of BK's leftovers and slapped them a price tag on it. Yeah, dig, 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 dig. They're getting ugly with those nugget wars. Yeah, that bar's pretty high though. With yeah. the spice level that yeah. Wendy's has, I don't know, see if McDonald's it's can bring it. It's a thing of the meat though. That's Something. the difference of the two of them. Oof. Good morning, everyone. If you're across the northern Gulf Coast, I want you to be ready this afternoon as Hurricane Laura potentially turns into a major hurricane. We'll be right back. In today's top stories, there is good news in America's fight against coronavirus. According to data from Johns Hopkins University, new coronavirus infections are falling. The data suggests about 43,000 new cases are being reported daily across the country. That's down 21% from early August. FDA Commissioner Stephen Hahn is, has apologized for comments he made about the benefits of convalescent plasma as a treatment for coronavirus. In a tweet, Hahn said in part, I have been criticized for remarks I made Sunday night about the benefits of convalescent plasma. The criticism is entirely justified. Hahn was met with backlash from medical experts after stating 35 lives out of every 100 people who get the treatment would survive the coronavirus. The helicopter company responsible for the crash that killed Kobe Bryant and eight others is suing air traffic controllers. The company Island Express filed a cross-complaint alleging that the January helicopter crash was the result of, quote, a series of erroneous acts and or omissions by two air traffic controllers. The lawsuit claims that one of the air traffic controllers declined the pilot's request for radar assistance. The company is currently facing lawsuits of its own from Bryant's family and other victims. Two retired NFL players have filed a lawsuit against the league alleging racial bias in its concussion payouts. Ex-players Kevin Henry and Najee Davenport say the doctors used two scales, one for black athletes and one for white athletes to determine eligibility for dementia claims. Lawyers for the players say the two were denied awards based on a discriminatory testing regime. The settlement fund has paid $720 million to retired players for neurocognitive problems linked to NFL concussions. A league spokesman called this lawsuit entirely misguided. Some black female celebrities are getting candid about the discrimination black women face over their hair. I 
been told it's too big. I've been asked, is it real? I've been told there is too much. I've been told it blocks people's view of the full day of Washington style. I love everything. Actresses Gabrielle Union, Kiki Palmer, Uzo Aduba, and Marseille Martin have teamed up to film that powerful PSA called I've Been Told. It's for Glamour magazine. The celebrities share anonymous stories from 13 different black women across America to highlight the far-stretching issues of microaggressions toward black hair. The full PSA will be released alongside Glamour's September cover story. It'll highlight the Crown Act, which was created in 2019 to protect against discrimination on race-based hairstyles. Uh, let's celebrate some birthdays today. Comedian and former SNL writer John Mulaney turns 38. Chris Pine, a.k.a. Captain Kirk, is 40. Also turning 40, Macaulay Culkin. Melissa McCarthy, co-star of Bridesmaids, is 50 years old. And renowned jazz musician Branford Marcellus turns 60. You're watching NBC News Now. We've got some breaking news. If they do go back to their jobs, they want to make sure that they are protected. It's news made for your streaming world. Live weekdays starting at 6 a.m. Eastern. It's go time for hundreds of thousands in the path of Hurricane Laura. Now a Category 2 storm, but will likely become a major Cat 3 hurricane by landfall in less than 24 hours. One person has died and two are injured as gunfire erupts during violent protests on the third night of an arrest in Kenosha after Jacob Blake was shot in the back by police. And this morning, there's new video. Day two of the Republican convention focusing very much on the president's inner circle, close family, and a Rose Garden address from the First Lady. The fate of Jerry Falwell Jr., the evangelical leader rocked by scandal, may walk away with millions. And is the West Wing getting ready for a reboot with the original cast? Early today starts right now. Good Wednesday morning. I'm Philip Mena. I'm Francis Rivera. We begin with breaking news. More chaos on the streets of Wisconsin. For a third night in a row, protesters defying an emergency curfew. And more fallout after the police shooting of Jacob Blake. Overnight reports of shots ringing out. The sheriff says one person has died and two others are injured. Police are investigating with the FBI. The night of unrest comes after an emotional day for the Black family. NBC's Dan Sheneman has this report on the Blake family. Another uneasy night in Kenosha after the shooting of Jacob Blake. The 29-year-old was shot seven times in the back Sunday. The incident captured on video. His family says he is paralyzed from the waist down. He shot my son seven times, seven times. Like he didn't matter, but my son matters. Police have said little, calling it a domestic incident that involved a shooting. An investigation is ongoing. The shooting ignited two nights of protests in Kenosha, protests that began peacefully but grew violent and destructive. Never in a million years did I think that anything like this would ever happen in Kenosha. Never. After the sun came up, the smoke cleared. It was time to clean up, while the family of Jacob Blake pleaded for calm. If Jacob knew what was going on as far as that goes, the violence and the destruction, he would be very unpleased. 
a family asking for prayers, a community in need of peace. Dan Sheneman, NBC News. Also breaking millions under threat as Hurricane Laura churns towards the Gulf Coast as a Category 2 hurricane. It's expected to make landfall, though, as a Category 3 storm. Officials in Houston are warning against what could be unprecedented devastation. This comes on the anniversary of two deadly hurricanes, Katrina and Harvey, that devastated Louisiana and Texas. Our Morgan Chesky is in Holly Beach, Louisiana, with the latest. After Laura lashed the Caribbean... Millions on the Gulf Coast digging in or getting out. It's better to prepare now instead of the last day go, oh, I'm out of time. The damage from Tropical Storm Marco, a mere warm-up for what's to come. Laura now expected to hit Texas and Louisiana as a Category 3 hurricane, prompting mandatory evacuations. If you're going to say you know that beginning tomorrow, sure, by noon, don't doubt 911, no one's going to answer, okay? And you are on your own. Here in Port Arthur, people aren't taking any chances. With a population of more than 50,000 people, the goal is to get everyone on board these buses before Laura hits. The mission complicated by COVID-19. Those leaving town checked for fever and given a wristband. Each person scanned before boarding buses to shelters. You've seen Rita, you've seen Ike, you've seen Harvey. Mm -hmm, all of them. You're not waiting for this one. Mm -mm. No, it's time to go. Others doing whatever they can. Newlyweds Chris and Carol Ann Higgins hoping sandbags are enough to save their first home. Cover up the doors, all our openings, put these around there, and uh, hopefully just prepare for the flooding. With a storm surge estimated up to 13 feet high, Laura's already drawn comparisons to 2005's Hurricane Rita, which caused $12 billion in damage. The next 24 hours, telling. You need to be prepared for the possibility, not the probability, that you will be losing power. And we're here on the Louisiana coast where Laura's expected to make landfall as a Category 3 hurricane, the exact same as Rita nearly 15 years ago. That storm so powerful, it pushed water nearly 50 miles inland. Philip? Hi, right, Morgan, thank you. NBC meteorologist Janessa Webb is tracking Laura for us. Janessa, good morning. Where do you expect this storm to hit? You know, the track is really starting to come into agreement. Those folks in Port Arthur, they're doing the exact right thing. We are seeing the forecast shift more out of Houston and that Galveston area, and it is headed towards Cameron Parish for a potential landfall. Overnight, though, Hurricane Laura has rapidly intensified. Now a Cat 2 with sustained winds of 105 miles per hour, and that is going to steadily increase uh, throughout the afternoon. Right now, it's about about 300 miles off the coast of Louisiana. I think when you see this forecast from the National Hurricane Center and our 5 a.m. update, that's going to change. You're going to start to see the impacts by this afternoon, then a potential landfall around 7 to that 10 p.m. hour tonight. But the impacts are going to be widespread, even though we're not going to see a direct hit for Houston or the Galveston area. Tropical force winds, the storm surge. That's the deadliest part of the storm. I'm going to talk about that coming up guys all right looking forward to hearing janessa thank you the republican national convention is mounting the case for a second term speakers touted president trump's economic accomplishments while blasting joe biden's record and the night closed on a softer tone from first lady melania trump since march our lives have changed drastically the invisible enemy covid 19 
swept across our beautiful country. To those of you who want to stand up and fight the socialists poisoning our schools and burning our cities, join me in supporting President Trump. Let's rebuild America together. The Democrats want an America where your thoughts and opinions are censored when they do not align with their own. The Biden-Harris vision for America leaves no room for people of faith. NBC's Tracy Potts joins us with the latest from D.C. And Tracy, what can we expect tonight? So tonight we're going to hear from the vice president from Fort McHenry in Baltimore. So they're taking this outside of Washington, that on its own, causing some controversy because like the first lady and Mike Pompeo, uh, these Political events are happening on public property on on public trips. You can see here some of the speakers who are lined up for tonight. The theme for tonight is patriotism, a land of heroes. Now, President Trump popped up twice during the program on video last night, once during a naturalization ceremony for five new Americans, and also when he pardoned a Nevada felon who turned his life around and is now helping other felons re-enter uh, society. President Trump saying that he deserves to be pardoned. Join us as I grant John, I'm not sure you know this, a full pardon. You've earned the most prized, treasured, cherished, and priceless possession anywhere in the world. It's called American citizenship. As a soldier, I saw firsthand people desperate to flee to freedom. The way each of us can best ensure our freedoms is by electing leaders who don't just talk, but who deliver. As you have learned over the past five years, he's not a traditional politician. He doesn't just speak words. He demands action and he gets results. First Lady Melania Trump in the spotlight last night. Uh, now, you also saw that speech from Secretary of State Mike Pompeo that was recorded while he was in Jerusalem. This was on an official government trip, and now Democrats want to investigate whether there were any violations connected with that. All right, Tracy, thank you. Lead up to night two tonight. Thanks. Joe Biden's campaign is countering the RNC, turning speeches from night one into an attack on the Trump administration's pandemic response. This election is a battle for the soul of America. Across the country, healthcare workers say they're dealing with a shortage of masks, gowns, and gloves again. This president has a record of strength and success. They are dying. That's true. And you ha it is what it is. The best is yet to the political ad ending on when they say the best is yet to come, that's a threat. The Democratic nominee also called the convention an attempt to create a, quote, alternate reality to cover up for the president's failures on coronavirus. Another roadblock in Kanye West's quest to get on the ballot in the race for 2020. The rapper qualified to appear as an independent candidate in Tennessee and Minnesota, but he missed out in Missouri and Wyoming. He failed to acquire enough signatures to make the ballot in the two states. Right, NBC meteorologist Janessa Webb is back with us now. She's been looking at Laura. Janessa. 
Yeah, good morning, you two. The deadliest part of a hurricane storm surge, and that is going to be the greatest impact with Hurricane Laura, along with the high tide coming in behind that. Right now, forecasting 7 to 11 inches, and this is across the coastal areas of Louisiana all the way into East Texas. On top of that, we're talking about the flooding rain where we can see isolated areas up to five inches. That's a look at the big weather story of the day. Here's a closer look at your day ahead. So our temperatures across Texas this afternoon, 100 degrees, along with humidity very high across those Gulf Coast communities. A few storms for Charlotte this afternoon, clearing out for Raleigh, 93. We'll continue to look at impacts coming up, guys. All right, Janessa, thank you. Tom Cruise, he's been hitting the theaters. Here we are. Back to the movies. Got that Mission Impossible mask on, looks kind of cool on him. The actor shared a video on social media of him attending a London screening of Christopher Nolan's new film, Tenet. He gave his stamp of approval, told the fan that he loved the movie. Tenet opens in more than 70 countries worldwide starting today. With that mask, you can get away incognito. Right. Not in the cab with those uh, fans out there, the girls on the bike. They That's positive. Leading the news after a contentious resignation, resignation, Jerry Falwell Jr.'s Liberty may have come up with a lump sum. The Wall Street Journal reports that he could be owed a $10.5 million payout. According to a person close to Falwell, with knowledge of his employment contract, says he may be due his $1.25 million salary in the next two years, for the next two years, plus another $8 million of his responsibilities are reduced. A spokesman for Liberty University didn't respond to a request for comment from the paper. The evangelical leader resigned from the college his father founded under a cloud of scandal. Our Stephanie Gosk has the latest details. Jerry Falwell Jr. took over Liberty University, one of the largest evangelical schools in the world, over a decade ago after his father's death. Now he tells the Wall Street Journal that a group of self-righteous people are behind the push to remove him. The university saying it has accepted his resignation in the wake of multiple scandals. Reuters reported that the Falwells became entangled with Giancarlo Granda over eight years ago after meeting the then 20-year-old at a Miami hotel. In a statement, Falwell said his wife Becky had an affair with Granda, who later tried to extort them. Granda denies the accusation, telling Reuters that Jerry knew about the affair and would sometimes watch him and Becky together. Granda sharing phone conversations with Reuters, including this exchange from 2018. All of this less than a month after Falwell posted and then deleted this photo on Instagram. Despite his defense that it was all in good fun, Liberty University put the 58-year-old on indefinite leave. In a statement Monday night, the school said additional matters came to light that made it clear that it would not be in the best interest of the university for him to return from leave. According to the university, Falwell responded by agreeing to resign immediately, but then instructed his attorneys not to send his resignation. 
In an interview with the Wall Street Journal late Monday, Falwell said he would indeed step down, acknowledging that some of his posts on social media had embarrassed the school. Liberty University says its new leaders are committed to being good stewards, while also offering heartfelt prayers to the Falwell family. Stephanie Gosk, NBC News. In today's quick hits, the cast of The West Wing is reuniting for a special on HBO Max. The episode will be recorded at the Orpheum Theater in Los Angeles and benefits the nonpartisan When We All Vote initiative.